Hey everybody, welcome back to Marine Corps Movie Minute. Breaking down movies of the Marine Corps one minute at a time. Today we are doing 123. Ah, very good. Oh, yeah, fuck off. Of Heartbreak Ridge. I'm Jack. I'm Brian. And uh, with us today, our guests. Guys, feel free to introduce yourselves. I was letting you go first this time, Jeff. Oh no, by all means, Chris, go ahead. <laughs> so polite. Anyway. See, Jeff on our podcast, Jeff does the opening, so he's always first. So I try to jump in when we're on anybody else's. Oh. <laughs> I'm Chris from the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. I'm Jeff from the award winning Burbs Minute. <laughs> well, welcome back, fellas. We appreciate it. Yeah. Um Minute one twenty three begins with our colonel doing his uh well, a little interrogation of major powers. And it ends with a little moto speech. Very brief. Very brief. Very, very brief. <laughs> <laughs> they get on the get on the war fighting. I mean, it's always fun to watch it dressing down, especially when it's not you getting it. Oh, yeah. Especially oh, yeah. with somebody that you don't like. Yeah, this, was, this, is, this is the colonel's minute all the way. He was, uh, yeah, he, he got to dish out to Major Powers a little bit of what he'd been kind of delivering the rest of the movie. And then you got Webster. Poor Webster. <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, we've talked about this scene actually in the past, Perry. You know, <laughs> yeah. To see it now, he's like, oh. <laughs> you can actually hear wah wah. <laughs> like, oh, I back, I backed the wrong horse. Yeah, yeah that's exactly <laughs> it. He's totally like, uh, I guess I'll stand over here now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll walk back down my hill. We we got the setup last minute where he's like, you know, you new to infantry? Yes, sir. Recently come over from supply. <laughs> Which I love his, I'm guessing, fake accent. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, were you good at it? Yes, sir. Well, stick to it. Because, you know, then he's like, you're a walking clusterfuck of an infantry officer. And he's like, well, you're dismissed. You know, he gets him, gets him the hell out of there. And, and the way Powers just walks away, it is literally like a little kid just yeah. getting, getting disciplined and being sent to their room. Like, you know, I, I, I could see this being like, um, like DJ Tanner, you know, getting sent to a room by, you know, uh, on full house or something like that. Like just the way he kind of <laughs> puts his the head Charlie down. Brown music. Yeah. He might as yeah. well be, he might as well be kicking rocks as he's walking yeah. away. Yeah. 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 All yeah. shucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His hands in his pocket, head down, you know, yeah. playing the incredible Hulk music as he walks away. <laughs> and, and I love, I love Lieutenant Ring when he's like, good job, Lieutenant. Thank you, sir. <laughs> oh, you know, he's like, um, because then he tells him, you know, good work, Lieutenant. Thank you, sir. And then he's like, Lieutenant, see that these students are escorted back to Cherry Point. And I immediately was like, if this was a visual podcast, I would insert the picture of Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the TV because that's totally what Perry and I would do. <laughs> yeah. Cherry Point. They're talking about us. They're talking about us. <laughs> yeah. yeah and then the next few minutes when you actually see it, I'm like, that ain't fucking Cherry Point. It ain't Cherry Point. But, you know, you see one. You see one flight line, you've seen them all, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were watching a show one time, and they're, they're showing a, a base. They're like, yeah, we're in Japan. They're like, this doesn't look like Japan. They're like, it's a military base. They look the same the world over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. Even though, like, like this movie, they have the old Quantum Huts, which, you know, is, to my knowledge, I never really saw those at Camp Lejeune. So it's like it really stands out that, that it's Pendleton. Even though I'm sure they, they were there. I mean, I saw them on, like, when we did like our MCT Marine Combat training, it's it's technically associated. It's Camp Johnson, right? Isn't it Camp Johnson or Camp Geiger? Whatever, it doesn't matter. I don't know. I was it. I was. I actually went to Pendleton. Yeah. Yeah. You you were out there. I, and were, 
I actually think I, I stayed at those um, at those Quonset huts. I believe that's where yeah, we we stayed at the Four Seasons. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, we were recently talking about uh, well, Perry. I, I can cut this out, Perry, if you want. But like, oh, okay, go ahead. Well, I was going to say because I'm going to bring up the, how some of the Air Force kids, how they dealt with COVID for the Air Force, is they sent those guys to uh, a four star hotel. And in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little prick. Yeah. But then we found out that there was, there was some base somewhere that when the, there was a bunch of Marines that got COVID, they put them out in like a tent city. Like, <laughs> like, like Rutgers. Also not surprised. <laughs> they were like, what the fuck? You know, like, you gotta go camping if you can while you're sick. <laughs> you're fine. We'll throw some MREs over the fence. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Spray the hose on them. They're thirsty. You get a little dog bowl. Yeah, it's like when they locked old Yeller up in the, you know, when he was rabid. You know, it's like keep him away. <laughs> also, doesn't surprise me even a little bit. Yeah, a little little prick when he got COVID called and he's like, yeah, they're moving me to a four star hotel for two weeks. I've got my laptop oh my and some video games. I'm just gonna be there. They're gonna bring me food. I'm like, you little shit. <laughs> my goddamn tax money, you prick. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'll I'll tell you one. I went to um, shit. It might have been Keesler actually. I went down there. Supposed to go to some fucking class that I had to go to for like two weeks. I get down there and they're like, oh, you know, it's all full on base. So we're going to have to put you off base. I'm like, oh, great. And they're like, oh, you know what? We're wrong. Something opened up. And I got to stay in like some sort of officer's quarters. Oh. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? This is how the other half lives. Yeah. It's like two rooms. This place is gigantic. I'm like, oh my God, this is such bullshit. I would walk out in the morning and it'd be all officers and me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, sir, sir. I was like an E4. Salute, I'm salute, like, hey, how you salute, doing? Salute, 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 salute. Yeah. salute. Yeah. So it was more like hide, you know, low crawl, don't want to see anybody. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Heard you guys talking about it before. It was like, shit, it's five minutes before the thing goes off. Exactly. Get inside really quick. Yeah. Yeah. I used to do the same thing. Like, I worked on the flight line for a long time, and the pilots would be coming down either go out or they'd be coming back from a mission or whatever. You didn't, you didn't salute while you were out there, but this would be like crossing the parking lot and everybody's got their hats on and all that stuff. Everyone would just kind of walk away from each other. <laughs> they would kind of veer <laughs> off in one direction and we'd go in the other. One time, you know, some douchebag officer that had nothing to do with us was just like, hey, you can't do that. You can't, guys can't walk away from each other. I'm like, listen, you don't want to salute us and we don't want to salute them. The guy just flew for five fucking hours. He doesn't want to be bothered. <laughs> I was yeah. like, we're doing them a service by going the other way. <laughs> yeah, because it's got to be annoying for them as well. Except for, you know, there's always that one asshole that's like, you know, you will salute me. You know, I'm an officer. You know, Don't you know who I am? But, yeah, a lot of times those guys don't want it. They don't want to deal with that shit either, especially the fly boys. They're there for flying, you know? <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah, I don't care. Like, yeah. they just come out there and they just say ridiculous dumb shit to me sometimes. And they're just like, oh, hey, hey chief, I got to talk to you. What's this hole here for? That's where your landing gear goes. <laughs> oh, okay. Fucking a. Tell you, here's a real one I had one time. Guy, I I worked on weapons. The guy gets on. I get on the headset with him. He's like, "Chief, I'm having a problem. I can't, uh, you know, I can't can't get my uh, my missiles up." I'm like, all right, well, you know, cycle through your your switches. Let me what you know. What position is your switch in right now? There was like six positions. He goes, "It's in the official position." I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? And he's like, "It's OFF." Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my God. Like, well, how about this? Try switching it from off to anything else and see if it comes on. He's like, it's all good, Chief. <laughs> yeah, this guy went to college for four years. Yeah. And he's in charge. The guy, the guy in the front seat's like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, my God. That's brilliant. 
like, oh, million dollar Dude, aircraft. That, that was a $50 million plane that guy was in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On a full ride for a foot over a football scholarship. <laughs> it was funny because we would talk to them about that sometimes because you know they had to have a degree. And sometimes it'd be like, well, what's your degree in, sir? And you'd be like, oh, was it physical education? You're like, oh, my God. But then you get other guys that come out and be like, hey, sir, what was your degree? And he'd be like, mechanical engineering. You'd be like, oh, <laughs> I'll yeah. shut up then. You <laughs> <laughs> could probably build this plane. <laughs> Perry and I, um, we both reported to uh, we we both did this like ancillary duty for oh Captain Rivera yeah was that his name yeah yeah I always yeah. forget his name yeah he, was cool. yeah he was a cool dude he was a EA six B pilot right a prowler yep yeah yeah so I thought and he, he so he was just like he just had to they just had to have somebody and it was always some flyboy that they always got to be in charge of this like messaging unit and they never really knew anything what was going on they were just there to kind of sign sign off on things but he was nor a good dude they care. yeah nor did they care yeah exactly because they were just worried about flying you know getting this, getting their hours in and stuff like that but he was a good dude and he he actually went over to kosovo he told us a lot about how you know what went on there and because they were doing all the anti-aircraft radar jamming so then the air force could come in and and take them out so they they would do the jamming or whatever is what he was telling us but he actually arranged it so we could go on one of those um to the to the flight, flight simulator. Yeah. yeah. So he kind of kind of snuck us in like uh like Doug Masters on um Iron Eagles. You know, we were in there <laughs> doing Star Wars quotes, and I don't think we played any music though, like Doug. But <laughs> no, that shit was dope. That was a lot of fun. So yeah, you know, those guys can be cool. You know, I have a great shot of one of the EA six pilots when we were, when I was in Turkey. Because you know they had the um they had the the thing on the front to refuel it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. To give everyone a visual, they're sitting on the front, on the on the radome, and there's a big tube that sticks off the front, which if you're five years old, looks like a huge dick. <laughs> yeah. This dude's up there polishing it. I'm sitting out there taking pictures of him, and he's screaming at me. He's like, stop fucking taking pictures of me. I'm like, no, this is going right in my photo album. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. You should, too bad it wasn't like on some like company newsletter or something like that, you know, or a squadron air, a newsletter. <laughs> when I was over there, we would have like, it would send up um, shit over Iraq, and it would be like it was a, a weird hodgepodge of things. It'd be like EA sixes, be like F fifteens, F sixteens. The AWACS would go up. We'd have the the British Jaguars would go up with us. Like what a grouping we had. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what other kind of weird planes can we send up and just have them tool around with us? But like you said, you you got you got everybody just kind of coming together nowadays. So it's always you know, and yeah, you even mentioned that we're gonna have allies from other countries even. <laughs> Yeah, but they're going to have their stuff there, too. Well, their stuff is, well, not the Brits, but like when we would go other places, people, other countries would show up and I'd be like, this hardware looks very familiar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I saw it in a black and white movie once. <laughs> like Saudi Arabia and Singapore are here with their planes. Guess what their planes are? They're fucking our planes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe just a few less, you know, avionics hey, stuff. Look at the yeah. avionics bag. You're like, what is this shit from 1970? Yeah. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, it's all the declassified <laughs> stuff from from a long time ago. <laughs> like, yeah, like I got more hardware and my PlayStation 4 than what's in here. The the a lot of the main difference is they don't have the avionics and they usually don't know how to train their pilots. <laughs> That's the second <laughs> part. It's like our plane is so awesome. Yeah, but no one knows how to fly it. <laughs> well, all right then. Yeah, well, I, I was I was going back. To, I was trying to get back to the colonel with, with his most dismissive of you're dismissed like <laughs> you know how it is if you're being yelled at you can't leave you just have to stand there until the guy lets you go yeah and you're just waiting like please just let me go just don't make me stand here 
and be embarrassed any more than I already am. Take your beating. Yeah, because I mean, it's happening in front of everybody. <laughs> Gunny gets that little smirk. So I've never served in the military. You can't just say fuck you and walk away. You you can try. It's not <laughs> yeah. going to well, for you. You can, yeah. you can, you can your teeth do up. anything you like, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's not going to end well for you, especially the <laughs> lower not. rank you are. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I can't, you know, I can't, Perry, I can't remember if we brought this up on the podcast or not, but, you know, I was witness to a fight one time where, uh, yes, this, I, I think it. I did, but it was this Master Guns, uh, big, big motherfucker. He was just, he was old and he just was. Herman Munster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. He looked like Herman Munster, for real. But he, uh, there was this, you know, Staff Sergeant, cool dude, and something was said and it was really low key. And he's like the, the master sergeant or master guns took it personal and said, you can't talk to me that way. You can't talk to me that way. And he followed him in his office and just started beating his shit out of him with his telephone. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's always like, Oh, now it didn't end well for the master guns in the long run. <laughs> <laughs> and it was over something so like mundane too. It wasn't even like an official, like, your colonel is calling you in front of his desk or whatever, or, you know, into his office. And now he's going to tear you a new one. And we did, I know I brought this up, but we, we had a, we had a colonel. He would not yell at anybody. Sergeant E5, he would maybe yell at them. Typically would leave the NCOs and below alone. You were a staff NCO, fair game. And he, there was one guy, he's like, where's my fat little gunnery sergeant? <laughs> and he would, he would just, he would tear into these guys. I would always be like, he's not so bad. And it's like, yeah, because I'm not on the receiving end of it. He got pissed at me a few times, but he was always more respectful to us lower guys. I think because really he didn't pay us any mind, you know, <laughs> but he expected more out of the, uh, the staff NCOs and, and his junior officers. And when they fucked up, he let them know. Kind of like this guy here, like in this colonel here, by the way, he's, he's tearing into, uh, you know, powers and then tells him to get the fuck out of here. But then he still kind of turns the it's more of a playful um, get the hell out of my LZ. What are you two sorry sons of bitches doing at my, you get the hell out of my LZ. And he, yeah. he dismisses the uh, Gunny and Chuzu too, you know? Yeah. Oorah. Yeah. <laughs> <Sinify. Yeah. laughs> There's a little triad of salt right there. There's some salty old nom vets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've, they've definitely chewed some dirt together, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, first off, I like the Colonel given his comeuppance to uh, powers and basically sending him on his way. Now, yeah. I, do, I am curious as to, like, what would happen if this movie continued on. Like, did he just get yelled at and he's still in charge? Or was he, like, actually relieved? Right. Oh, yeah. Like, exactly. I, I doubt he did that. I doubt. I think it was more of a... I think it's more he got sidelined than relieved. Yeah. yeah like, I'm not still, technically... I'm not putting the paperwork in. I'm not yanking your command. It's just get the fuck out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Exactly. Go back to the Go back to the beach. Go back to the, you know, the, the rear... Count bullets. We'll, yeah, we'll handle it from here. Yeah. And when we get back, uh, we'll say we'll give it about six weeks and then, uh, you, you know, you'll request a transfer and I'll approve it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> back to supply, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I've saw through those over in my time where they were like, uh, it was um, it was suggested heavily to somebody that they should put it a transfer. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> like the, the fallout for that, you know, fight I was telling you is, you know, this Master Guns was close to retirement. He was 20 plus year. He, he was one of the guys, I think, pushing 30. And, and this other guy became a warrant officer in the long run. And I think what happened is they said, we're going to send you to a nice school and you're going to be gone for like two or three months. And when you get back, the master guns will have retired by that <laughs> quietly, yeah. you know? And, and that was the way they kind of um, dealt with it. 
dealt with it, you know. So it was like this guy needs to go, but we're not going to ruin him this late in his career, <laughs> you know, over something, you know, that well, it shouldn't have happened, but it was a misunderstanding, I guess. I don't know, yeah. but I, I, you know, I like um, because I, I, I didn't really, we didn't really get into like the way Colonel Myers was yelling at uh, Powers. He, he's, he's got a similar cadence the way Chuzu kind of talks. Mm-hmm. And especially when he's like doing his poetic, uh, colorful metaphors, because he's like, you know, Gunny Highway and Lieutenant Ring took a bunch of fire pisser, you know, pisser, you know, whatever. <laughs> and, and, you know, yeah, a bunch of handful of young fire pissers, like exercise some personal initiative and kick ass, which, you know, that, that doesn't flow off the tongue naturally. It's not to me. I mean, I, I can swear like the best of them, but. Uh, you know, fire pissers and <laughs> you know, stuff like practicing that out in the helicopter ride in. He's like, listen, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to throw this off you guys. Give me some notes on this. I got yeah. Fire pissers in here. <laughs> I, I honestly think he just, he wants, he wants to impress Gunny Highway. Cause he's like impressed with his, he is the one, the one guy in this movie besides recon. Once they found out that he has the medal of honor that he was like, Oh, it's an honor to meet a medal of honor winner. So now he's kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to hit my boys back here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like how he's still, it's a, it's a typical Marine thing. It's like, here, here's a guy that he has respect for. And and of course, I'm sure he has respect for Chuzu as well. And he's like, what are you sorry sons of bitches looking at? Get out of my LZ. Yeah. <laughs> Simplify. Oorah. <laughs> That's actually the only, is that the only oorah we get in this movie? He does it a couple times before this, doesn't he? Because I know a there's more. a couple a couple scenes where we were like this would this is like an oorah moment and it should have like if it was nowadays or in real life you would these marines would be shouting oorah and I'm trying to think if oh he does say oorah earlier in the movie um when he's training them and and surrender is not in our creed louder surrender is not in his creed and he's like oorah <laughs> like, he says it under his breath almost like nonchalantly like. Yeah, thanks for the effort, fellas. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Clint Eastwood says everything under his breath. Yeah, <laughs> true. Even when true. he's marching, even when he's doing like cadence. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's another. That's another great scene. <laughs> it sure is. Yeah, you know, it's funny because I know Clint Eastwood actually has a very soft-spoken voice at time, but I only ever think of him as the the, the graveled, you know, eh, gunny highway squinting, you know. <laughs> but, you know, he, I mean, heck, he sings in some of his movies, you know. he's I, Actually, Jeff, I have a question for you since, you know, you were in the service and we were talking about, like, some of this stuff. I think we talked about it a couple minutes ago. Like, how recon kind of fucked around in the barracks and stuff like that. Did you did you guys in the Air Force ever do, like, a barbershop quartet or doo-wop or, you know, sing songs together like they do in this movie? <laughs> What? Uh, you think it was the 1950s when I was in there? <laughs> I mean, because I mean, these guys they they sing they sing and dance all coordinated like multiple times in this movie, and I'm like, this is not how it would go in the barracks. <laughs> how often, like, I got news for you. I was in the Air Force. How often do you think I was ever quartered with more than one other person? Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> I mean, only when I was deployed. That was yeah. it. That would be the only time where this kind of shit would go on because you start yeah. to lose your fucking mind when you're gone for too long. Yeah. And, like, that kind of stuff happens. Where it's just like, uh, I remember we were in Turkey one time and I stayed up the entire night because there was a, a Flyers game on back home. <laughs> it went into fucking five overtimes. So I stayed uh, up the entire night. I woke up the next day and was like, hey, uh, How'd the game go? I'm like, it's still on. Oh, it's still on. <laughs> this was also the same place where, like, we wanted to, there was no cell phones. Even if there were, we, weren't, we wouldn't be allowed to have them. But, you mm. know, we wanted to call home and stuff. So 
we found the DSN line that was running to the uh, admin tent. We cut the DSN line and reburied it and put it in our tent. <laughs> That's the way we to went go. To, we went to the BX and bought a phone and just installed our own line. <laughs> so we would call home. You could call home to your to your base, the closest base to where you lived. Just ask for an outside line. So we would yeah. all call home all the time. Yeah, we would get that a lot. We would get uh, somebody being you know overseas that we you know that was stationed with us at one point or on deployment, and they call into us, and we have to transfer them out to to town. And then you would like, like while we were on duty and then you would sit there and like, you couldn't hang the phone up because it would disconnect call. So you had to like, basically had to do like a three-way call is I think really what you were doing. So you'd have to like every once in a while, pick up the phone <laughs> and listen in and make sure they were still talking. <laughs> so, so it's like, now you're, you know, you're, sometimes you're hearing some personal shit. You're like, oh shit, I got, you know, cause I, I, yeah. I didn't want to listen to it. I put it back down real quick. But it's, yeah. like, it's like, oh shit, they're still talking. <laughs> yeah, go back, it was all fun and games until we're in there one night. Yeah, we're in there one night. Everybody's gambling and shit. We weren't allowed to gamble in the tents, so we're in there. Everybody's gambling. One guy's on the phone to his like to his you know girlfriend back home, and the chief walked in. Oh, he just walked in. He's like, "You fucking guys," and we were like, "Uh, give him the emergency bottle of Johnny Walker." Yeah. <laughs> we, we get for just such an occasion, and we hand it to him, and he's just like, "All right, I'll see you guys later." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we had a we had one exercise we did at the end of our flight line one time and and the, on the midshift everybody just played doom. <laughs> we just had like a land party. <laughs> so, you know, you you make it work. Hey Jeff, I was hoping you said yes that the, you were in a barbershop quartet because anyone that has listened to our podcast has heard our great musical episode. <laughs> so I thought maybe maybe you were really you said there was know. a musical episode and not a musical entire month where we just kept singing for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> We've got quite a few co- uh, compliments on our musical episode. So between mm-hmm. between the musical episodes and like our just well mostly me with my horrific impressions. Oh yeah, yours are pretty. Yeah. yeah, I mean they're better than mine because I don't do any. Except for I just did a Clint Eastwood one a minute ago when I yeah. said get off of my lawn. It was spot on too. Like, spot on. I thought he was in the room. Yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> we've we've been trying all all season to get him on, and he's finally here. <laughs> he just said one line and left. That's it. Right. Hey, we'll take it. Oh, yeah, definitely <laughs> would. Yeah, you know, we always joke. It's like you know, it's like well, we you know, we had Peacock on and. And which was awesome. And, you know, it was really cool of him to do that and not only come on once, but he came on twice. But, uh, you know, I was like, you know, I want to get Clint Eastwood on. And it's like, can you imagine trying to explain to Clint Eastwood what the fuck a movies by minutes podcast? I can't explain it to my family, let alone Clint Eastwood is 100 years old. Yeah. Forget. Yeah. Forget for a minute that he's Clint Eastwood and try to remember that he's 90. Yeah. Yeah, That's that's the other thing, too. (laughs) It's like. Anybody though, you're trying to explain to them. You're like, wait, you you go on for one minute? No, it's one minute of the movie. So you watch a minute of the movie and then you talk for one minute. You can't explain it to people. It doesn't work. Yeah, I don't even know. I think this was. I didn't think. I don't think this aired. But when we were first talking to Pete, you know, we were kind of explaining, you know, kind of how how we were going to do things a little bit. You know, just kind of like in the green room like we do. And and he's like, well, that seems like an awful long time to talk about one one little bit of the movie. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you have no idea. <laughs> I mean, we're amateurs at it too. So, <laughs> what people have to realize is you're not really talking about that minute for too long. You right. Start talking right. about other things and wander I mean, off. For our other podcasts that do talk about the minute for the whole time. But yeah, that's yeah. not us. Like, well, let me talk <laughs> about the cinematography here. You no, know, us either. When I was in cinematography school, and I'm like, I, I whatever, I don't care. I'm like, pretty I sure we've, Kevin Smith movies. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've had episodes where we didn't talk about the minute at all. 
Probably. Yeah. <laughs> as, as a fan and as somebody who's listened, I can confirm that. <laughs> um, well, um, Honestly, on that note, you know, we've covered a minute here. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to cover? Or I think you kind of gave your your thoughts overall already on the movie. But uh, is there anything you want to cover about the whole movie that you haven't yet uh, before did, we go? It did raise a question for me. Uh, do Marines just get picked on in bars and people want to fight them for no reason? Because I've not, why it seems like this movie puts it like they're always getting challenged in bars and people want to fight them and people want to just argue with them for no reason. Is that true? Mm. Uh, not really. Well, I, I don't. It's like we're, we don't count. Well, we don't count fuck, fucking with each other. Right, right. But I mean, it seems like oh, he's a marine. Let me go fuck with him. But it it, I, I, it does happen. It, it does, does happen. Yeah, because I mean, sometimes you get these townies that are they're not. They don't like the fact that there's a bunch of marines out. So okay. that does happen. I remember particularly being at a strip club one time, and one of my. <laughs> Everybody was in love. Yeah, <laughs> just off base too. And, and it was um, one of my one of my one of my friends was throwing up in the bathroom. That also shocking. And and I so I skipped the line to go see him. And <laughs> this dude says, "Where are you going, Opie?" I'm like, man, fuck you. <laughs> like he was, and he was just some redneck dude that just was, you know, drunk and looking for, you know, trouble. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> my buddy's in there, you know. <laughs> so I mean, it was just. It shit happens, you know. Uh, I I think I, I mean I actually uh, I think this happened to a cousin of my, my my cousin. He he's a pretty in shape guy. Always had a high and tight. All his friends were out at the beach one time. This is you know uh, not terribly far from Lejeune. You know a lot of and a lot of Marines were and apparently a fight had broken out at some bar. Um, and the cops were called, but they came around the corner and they see my cousin and all his friends all with their high and tights. Now, granted, they're like in their forties at this point, but they're all in pretty good shape. <laughs> and they, the cops came up to them. were like, you guys are just fighting. And they're like, you know, you guys are Marines are like, we're not in the service. And you know, it took a, took a little explaining, but the cops didn't believe them at first. They were like, no. <laughs> and it was all stemmed because of a bar fight between Marines and like college kids, you know? So, it, I mean, this shit does happen. Okay. Um, but I mean, but, but there's but there's plenty of times that we've gone out either solo or in mass, you know, one, two of us, three of us, or ten of us, and not a damn thing happens. You know, we just right. drink and talk shit to each other and do do our thing, and and it's totally fine. I know the guy who plays, uh, the guy who's with his ex with uh, Highway's ex seems yeah. like he's disgusted by Marines, like he hates them. I I think, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's because, I mean, obviously he was supposed to be an adversary for Gunny Highway right. in this, so there's that. And also, I think, you know, he could be one of those guys that, like, he doesn't like dealing with these fucking little pissant Marines that come in, you right. know, these... these well, you he know, does own like, a bar, and he probably does have to deal with them every week when they come yeah. in. And, yeah, and they get so. all, you know... And he's a big dude. He's an alpha male, and he's gonna he's gonna show these tough Marines that he's the toughest, you know, that type yeah. of thing. So That makes more sense. Though. Yeah. But, but but he's an asshole, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a total asshole too. And, and a lot of the other times that you see in this movie, it's Stitch Jones not presenting himself as a marine, but as a rock and roll person in like a redneck bar, and the bouncers are escorting him out <laughs> right. for, for, for various reasons, you know. <laughs> the twin towers on cellulite. <laughs> but, but you know, that being said, uh, this is maybe something you like, Chris. Uh, Apparently one time, now the rumor was, and I don't believe they were actually were Marines, but it was like six Marines broke Shawn Michaels' jaw in Syracuse, New York. Oh, really? And when he lost his smile back in the 90s, 
he, I think actually though, I don't think there was any Marines there. I think they were um, from the 10th Mountain Division and uh, Army bases was not too far from there. Okay. And uh, apparently Shawn Michaels was, he didn't, Kevin Nash wasn't there to back him up. <laughs> and he only had like Xbox and one and somebody else with him. And he got drunk and started hitting on somebody's girlfriend. And these soldiers took exception to that and ended up breaking his jaw. <laughs> I could see wrestlers in a bar getting picked on the way it makes the Marines seem like it is in this movie though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, cause I think back in the day too, like they would, it was, there was like a couple things they they would tell the wrestlers, you know, this is back in like the territories to go ahead and, you know, get in a bar fight. Yeah. To, I read that too. To, yeah. Or, but and if they, you lost, you got fired. <laughs> right. And they also told them to keep up their, uh, you know, their persona, even if they were at the bar. Yeah. They never break kayfabe. Yeah. Don't yeah. break kayfabe ever. Yeah, well, um, uh, Haku Ming, he came into in Rochester where I'm from one time. Uh, my best friend's, uh, you know, at the time, his his dad was a trucker, and uh, there were just this di- you know, diner, and Haku came in, and he's like, "Bow to King Haku." <laughs> this little trucker guy's like, "I'm not bowing to anybody, motherfucker." <laughs> and of course, you know, they just had a good time. <laughs> right. But he was, yeah. but he was, he was in character, you know. <laughs> They say he's one of the toughest guys in all of wrestling, too. Right. Yeah. Knowing what I know he can, now. He could actually fight. Yeah. yeah. I was like, the fact that that guy lived by saying that back to him <laughs> right, is amazing right. to me. <laughs> but I heard he's also a real nice guy, too. Just don't fuck with him. <laughs> um, yeah. It's like I, I used to see uh, King Kong Bundy all the time. Oh, nice. He'd come into the bar that I worked at. <laughs> That's cool. And uh, you could refer to him as, like, people that knew him would call him by like, his real name, but, like, the rest of us were like, Hey, how you doing, King Kong Bundy? Or he was in a bad mood, sir. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was a giant person. Yeah. Well, uh, Shane Helms, um, Hurricane Helms, he he, uh, he he lives like one town over from from where I you know where I live, oh, and okay. I used to see him in my in my comic shop all the time. He was a regular. The first time I saw him, I knew something was up because I'm like, there's this really gorgeous woman that really looked out of place, just standing there bored out of her mind. <laughs> and I saw this like really nice car outside. I'm like, who the hell's here? And I saw him and he was, this is back when he was in WCW and he had a three count shirt on and I didn't recognize him at first. I'm like, who the fuck wears a three count shirt? I knew what a three count was, but I wouldn't think your average person did. Right. And, and I'm looking at it and I'm like, holy shit, that's Shane Helms. And so he, I was behind him in line and I was like, I'm like holy shit, it's Shane Helms. So I, I got the courage up to ask him. I'm like, Hey, what, are you in town for a show? He goes, no, nah, man, I live like 30 minutes from here. He goes, I just, whenever I fly in, I just stop here and, you know, get my comics, say hi to the guys. And I and go about my day. And I was like, man, that's so cool. So like, you know, knowing that he was around my, my old roommate and I, we went, we actually went in one time and he happened to be there again. And again, we're, we're behind him in line and my buddy's like all giddy. And he's like, Hey, uh, Hey, if we, if we were to fight him right now, do you think we could take him? <laughs> and I was like, no, I mean, you go first. Cause even though we were actually, he's only about our size, you know, he's not, he's not, he's not a big guy. Tall. And at the time he, he's way more muscular now than he, than he, than he was back then. But I'm like, I'm not messing with him. That dude knows his shit. <laughs> I mean, I liked him anyways. And he's a nice guy, but <laughs> we just had that little thought of like, if two of us went at him right now, could we win? And I was like, nah, now we're not going to win. <laughs> so don't even try. Anyways, well, we're totally off topic now. So um, unless you guys have anything else, do you just tell everybody where they can find you one last time? Go ahead, Jeff. <laughs> doing nothing. <laughs> we're on Dueling Genre, Jane Silent Five Minute. We cover such films as Clerks, Small Rats, Chasing Amy, the upcoming Dogma. Uh, back many, many moons ago, we covered the Burbs, and I have been known to occasionally do Slycast, a Sylvester Stallone podcast. 
I was surprised so I saw we a hit- new episode. <laughs> oh, we did. We put out a new episode this year. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's October. I mean, we got a round of one. <laughs> He's he's now making movies faster than we're putting out episodes. <laughs> Are you going to do all the direct-to-video ones too? <laughs> oh, our next movie is Daylight. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. Well, I recall it being good. I haven't seen it. Oh no, I never seen it. I just watched no, that new Rainbow one. I thought it was pretty decent. I like the one the, before it was better. I like the yeah. ending. Yeah, the ending was cool. Yeah, last twenty minutes is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Well, great. Well, I, you know, appreciate you guys coming in. Um, where it's Friday, so we always ask everybody to go to moviesbyminutes.com and check out. Check out Jay and Silent Bob or the Burbs. And then, you know, come back and join us on Monday. Of course, if anybody wants, we're, uh, we got a private group, the Quarter Deck, on Facebook. Other than that, thank you guys for coming. Chris, Jeff, Perry, you sorry sons of bitches get out of my LZ. dismissed <laughs> you try so hard uh, <laughs> do i do i really try hard <laughs> you try hard in the beginning i understand yeah at this point you're not yeah. trying that hard yeah it's like uh, <laughs> goodbye. and we're gone